Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone, and you're watching the Super Fantasy Bros Podcast. One hour of commercial-free podcasting starts now. Enjoy the show. All right, Sean, you know what to do. All right, we are live. Welcome back to the Super Fantasy Bros Podcast. I'm here with Q, T-Gods, and Matt is back also to get things rolling, although he's... uh, Having some technical difficulties, so bear with us uh, throughout this episode with Matt, at least. Uh, But we'll be back with consistent episodes starting this week, as we'll be live every Monday and Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, now through the NFL season. Get ready for more content, and also our episodes are going to be a bit shorter. So if you miss us while we're live, you can always catch up on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever. Uh, But with all that being said, let's get into today's episode, the first half of the NFC South breakdown with the Atlanta Falcons and the Tampa Bay Bucks. Let's start with the Falcons. Dirty birds. The dirty birds. All right, so let's start off with some questions relating to this team. At the end of May, the Falcons quietly signed Jeremy McNichols to their backfield, former running back for their head coach also. Uh, Does this make any impact at all in terms of fantasy? Absolutely not. Because he was replaced by Deontay Foreman last year. Uh-huh. So, obviously, he's not that good. Yeah, precisely. Yo, Matt, turn your sound down or something. Are you guys hearing that echo, too? I'm hearing yeah. the echo. I just wasn't going to say anything. Yeah, you can't break the fourth wall. <laughs> I wanted wall, to make sure we had to break the fourth wall because it was driving me crazy. <laughs> I'm sure it's driving everyone else crazy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways. Uh, Jeremy McNichols is pretty relevant. Let's move on to a little bit more interesting of a topic, staying with running backs. Where are you targeting Cordell Patterson in drafts? Are you comfortable with him as an RB2 after his resurgence last year? 100% uh, I'm comfortable. Yeah, yeah, definitely draft him as a low-end RB2. But uh, I don't know if he would have finished top 10 with like some of the injuries, the, like da, Dobbins, Saquon, and McCaffrey, but I think he'll be solid. Yeah, I think he'll be pretty Fourth good. Fourth round? It's, Third? Uh, it's that's too high for me. I don't yeah, really? I'm not. I don't think he's an RB two for me this year, it's as of right sixth. now. Sixth? Yeah. I think you can get him in the sixth. That's a steal in the sixth. Give me him definitely in the sixth. Definitely a steal. Definitely a steal. I just don't f- foresee him having the same roles he did. I don't know. I think they were just super desperate last year. I think he's going to be involved, but I think they're going to cut back on some of that work. And I don't think he's going to be as touchdown happy. They I mean, have no nothing. Else. He was a receiver in the backfield, so I I don't think he's going to lose any type of that role. Me well, neither. Have, I mean, they did add another running back, which comes into our next question. Are you nervous at all about rookie running back Tyler Allgaier cutting into any of Patterson's work? I mean, yeah. maybe like 1%, but I think Patterson Nobody will still have more success. Away from Patterson. He can't do it all by himself. He clearly can. <laughs> yes. Nah, Mike Davis was just that bad. Thank God think, Mike Davis is gone. Well, he was terrible. I think – they're going to have another competent running back back there. So I don't think he's going to get as much work. That's my only fear. I'm just not as high. I, I think he's more of a flex for me rather than an RB2, like a confident RB2. I'd be happy with him as my flex for sure. And I think he has the upside to blow up any given week. But I just don't think he's going to be as consistent as he was last year. I, I think you're wrong. Well, on we your can side, agree buddy. to disagree. They got, they got rid of their They got rid of their wide receiver one. They also got rid of their quarterback that dumped off the ball. Now they got Mariota. They drafted a wide receiver one, though. Well, hoping to be a wide receiver one. He's no Russell Gage. Cordero or <laughs> Travis Etienne? We'll get into Etienne. Russell Gage, too, later. Travis Etienne or Cordero? 
ETN with James Robinson still there. Well, James Robinson's not going to be healthy for the start. Yeah, but he'll, he'll be there eventually. Put I'd take ETN. His name. I would not. Yeah, I'm taking I, Patterson. I got ETN at 24. I got Patterson at 32. It's not that high on Patterson. But we'll see. We'll see. It's early in the offseason. Things can change. All right, let's get into some cap or no cap for the Falcons. Let's start with Kyle Pitts. So despite his up and down rookie campaign last season, Kyle Pitts will still finish as a top five tight end this season with Mariota. Cap or no cap? No cap. No cap. He was 0.2 points per game away from finishing in top five. If he learns how to find the end zone, then sure. But I don't know if Mariota is going to be like wheeling and dealing out there. Yeah, I think you just have to worry about Mariota uh, running because that's going to hurt. But uh, I think drafting Drake London, who we'll probably talk about, is going to help Kyle Pitts. I Right now I have Pitts ranked as the fourth best tight end coming into the season. Yeah, Pitts is a, a freak of nature. And I know it didn't show that much just because the Falcons were so bad and boring last year, but I still think he's going to be a beast. I also have him a four, so I think he's going to be a top five guy. And I think you have to draft him there like – I think his upside is too high over some of the other guys in that area. That where did where did Cordero finish last year? Do you know? Nine or eleven, I think. Not off the top. I think it was that's RB fine. nine. That's fine. Yeah. I'm just saying they had like two like top ten players and you guys are just hating. And they got rid of Russell Gage. You guys are still hating. Finished yeah, they RB9. added London. They added a couple other wide receivers that after outside of Russell Gage last year, they really had Ola Mead Zacchaeus <laughs> as their number two. So Okay, I'm not scared of Brian Edwards. Not scared of Brian Edwards. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's move on. uh, Well, we're staying with the Falcons. Let's focus on Drake London. Cap or no cap, he's being undervalued at his current ADP of wide receiver 41, 89th overall. No cap. I think that's fair. I I think it's fair, so I'll say cap. Yeah, I'm going to say cap. I think that's right where I have him, too. I have him at 40. Um I think there's still some risk in drafting a wide receiver in this offense that is kind of an unknown. So I feel still, better. He's also not going to be the number one option with Pitts there too. Yeah. If Matt Ryan was still there, I think that I'd be a little more confident. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fair. Yeah. You swayed me. Yeah. No, <laughs> I would takes. agree. I think I'd be a little bit more confident with Matt Ryan too. I mean, we haven't really seen Mario to the passer that often. I mean, he's shown flashes in Las Vegas where he actually looked like a really competent quarterback, but I'm still nervous about him getting full reins. And even if he struggles, they're going to bring in a rookie that they're just going to have throw the ball around. And we have no idea what that's going to look like either. So yeah, just a lot of question marks around that position. So that makes me a little bit nervous. They need to bring um, back Julio. They could. They need him. He I mean, he's that. still out there. Yeah. Chilling on waivers. Maybe. Or I'll go to Indy, but with that Ryan. I think Indy makes a lot of sense, but we'll see. Uh, cap or no cap, Brian Edwards will quietly be a decent flex play this season. Cap. 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 I agree. I'm going to say cap too. <laughs> Didn't know if we had any Brian Edwards stands here. I know uh, a couple not- of our friends <laughs> definitely are. Bart, yeah. Dave. Big Brian Edwards. I don't guys. even have him ranked in my top 40. Yeah, I don't think he's in my top 40 either. I don't think he's in my top 60. Yeah. He had his shot last year when uh what's his name did his did his incident, but he didn't even excel anymore. So that's all I needed to see. Yeah, I got him at 83. 
No, I'm not targeting him. Good, leave him there. Leave <laughs> not him. Not even there. worth mentioning that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not even uh, targeting him in any dress whatsoever. Um, last maybe cap in the no 32 cap. team league. Yeah, maybe in that league, I, I think he'd be a solid flex for sure. <laughs> I unfrozen. Kind of. Sometimes you're in and out. Yeah, you're. I mean, we hear your voice. It's just your video goes in and out. Uh, last cap or no cap here for the Falcons. Marcus Mariota should be undrafted in every fantasy league. Cap no cap. No cap. No cap. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take him as my backup. I would. Take, I would. One, two, three, four, five. These five guys over him. Not much of a hot take. Wentz, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Tua, and Daniel Jones. I would take all over him. The only one I wouldn't take over him would be Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones can run, so I'll but. give and and some sometimes throw to the right team. I take a lot of guys over him though. I am a twenty six, so no, it's not even hot then. Yeah, I'm not targeting him in any drafts um, unless it's a deeper <clears throat> league where or a super flex league. He's an interesting guy that might have upside, but still nervous. If he if he struggles at all, they're going to be knocking on the door to bring in their rookie quarterback. So yeah, all right, let's do some bold takes, favorite targets for the Falcons. You start us off. What do you got? So I'm a big Cordero Patterson guy, me and T guys, but I think that Cordero finishes top 15 running back again this second season in a row. Uh, he had a pivotal part in the offense last year, and not much has changed besides the quarterback. But I, I think even with the new rookie running back, he'll play a huge role. Um, so, yeah. All right. I know. Big, big Patterson stand here. Helped you a lot last year. Matt, I think you're on the opposite side here. What do you got? Yep, I'm going to have to strongly disagree with Q's take there and say Cordaro finishes outside of the top 30 running backs. Outrageous. It's, it's I really respect not. it. I mean, they added new weapons. I think Mariota is going to take some running opportunities away from Cordaro Patterson. Like we mentioned, they got the new rookie running back, rookie receiver. Uh, and I just don't see Cordaro having like that big RB1 role like he did last year. I mean, he's definitely going to get his, but I don't think he's going to come anywhere close to what he did last year. But no one finishes outside the top 30 and still gets there. So he has to finish inside the top 30. Uh, maybe, maybe, like maybe in standard, I could, yeah. I could see where you're coming from. PPR, there's no shot unless he gets hurt. He's finishing outside the top 30. No shot. I'd, I'd bet you however much you want. <laughs> he does not finish know. outside the top 30. We shall see. Uh, T-Gots, what do you got for us? So my favorite wide receiver, um, he's not allowed to play this year. Gambling man. Gambling man, Calvin Ridley. Uh, then they get rid of Russell Gage, who I also loved. So it's only right that I root for Drake London. I think that he goes for 100 receptions, 1,000 yards, 10 touchdowns. Ooh. Why not? Why not? Easy rookie year. Why? Okay, 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 okay. So last year, through, through his eight college games last year, 11 receptions per game. 135.5 yards per game and seven touchdowns. Like, he's clearly good. Russell Gage had, he was like, Russell Gage was so like mid last year. He's so like forgettable. He still oh, yeah. had, he's he also still banged had up too. Yeah. Just under 800 yards. Like, and the Falcons are going to be losing every game. They're going to be throwing. They're going to, I feel like this is just a team where like, you just see what works. You just, whatever. Yeah. You, yeah. Those are big numbers. That's like wide receiver one numbers there. So it's, it's, I, I like the bold take. I like the boldness. Thank you. Drake London. It's actually, uh, you're basically predicting him to be Jalen Waddle from last year with four more touchdowns. So why not? Why not? Why not? 
Why not? That's not, that's not too off though, because Jalen Waddle did it with two. I, I think Mariota, Mariota, isn't too, too bad. But yeah, yeah, should be interesting. I'm definitely draft targeting him. Like I'm not staying away from him. I think there's just some risk there. But here's my bold take. I'm going to say Marcus Mariota struggles in the first half of the season. Desmond Ritter takes over halfway through the season, and Desmond Ritter also is a top 15 quarterback on a points per game basis. Yeah, that's fucking hot. Their defense is going to be bad. Desmond Ritter is just going to be given full reign on this offense, and he's just going to throw it up to Pitts, throw it up to London, dump it off to Patterson. He's just going to do whatever he can to try and make a name for himself right off the bat. So I think Mariota is going to struggle a bit early on. Falcons are going to be down. Fan base is going to be like, start the rookie. We drafted this guy. Let's see what we got. They also just signed Mariota. So they might oh, yeah. have given him a little bit Mariota of space. through eight games and he wins you <laughs> two games and throws five touchdowns. What are you going to do? You know, I'll throw more than five touchdowns, but you get the point. Yeah, that'd be bad. Yeah. I could see it happening. I could definitely see it happening. All right. Let's move on to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay. Let's start with some of the pressing questions here. The Bucks let A.B. walk for obvious reasons. Obvious? And to a, pretty obvious. <laughs> uh, and to appease Tom Brady, they brought in Russell Gage. What value do you foresee him having in this offense? Flex. Flex. Yeah. Flex. Okay, okay, okay. So. Evans there? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's Godwin's out. Yeah, Godwin's probably not going to start the start of the season. They're being very vague about his timeline. Um they just keep saying there is no timeline. They're just going to let him work. So I definitely think Russell Gage could be a flex, in my opinion. Through AB seven games, he was averaging six receptions a game. You think he could do that? I think it'll be somewhat similar to AB's role. Obviously not like AB production, just AB's AB, but I think it'll have that. Like where you expect to be a big Mike Evans or Godwin game or Gronk, whoever, and ends up being Russell Gage. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be super consistent, but I do think he's going to have some big games, and I think he's going to be involved in some fashion every single game. Uh, I think Brady came out today and said Russell Gage has to have a big year this season, um, so he's already finding a good connection with Gage. Or he's just saying that because he probably brought him in. He's going to look bad if Gage is ass. Well, yeah, that too, but I don't think he's too worried about like Russell Gage <laughs> like name on his reputation his like come on <laughs> um so yeah i think gage is definitely a flex play i got him in like the 40s in my wide receiver range kind of around that Ayuk, gallup uh jarvis landry christian kirk like yeah. that range mm-hmm. um but i think he's got more upside <laughs> a little bit higher for t guys i respect it <laughs> all right let's move on to the next question here there have been a handful of reports about leonard fournette's weight uh, does this concern you at all about his current ADP of RB13, 24th overall? He no, could I, lose that easily before yeah. the starts. It was He's the offseason. He was partying a little bit. He was out in Tampa all offseason. What do you expect? Yeah. yeah, I think he'll still be a top 15 running back with Brady getting older. Yeah, I would agree. I think there's too much upside to pass on him, especially if Ronald Jones is gone. Thank God. Um, it's pretty much his backfield non-existent last year anyway <laughs> yeah for a little bit in the beginning of the season we were still kind of uh, is ronald jones going to get some of that work back but obviously not became the four net show last year i don't know where he finished but i think he was top 10 last year right he was six where's dave at he would know 
six. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, Lenny Fournette. No, he was yeah, he was sixth. Oh my god. Yeah, he was good. Um, definitely comfortable taking him where he's being taken right now. I think it's a, a pretty good spot for him. Do you have any concern about third round running back Rashad White? Do you think he could take over the Ronald Jones role in this offense and maybe get back to that more of a split backfield? Or what do you think there? Where's Keyshawn Vaughn's respect? Oh my God, stop. <laughs> Keyshawn Vaughn is long gone. I mean, he's he was, still on the team. He still could be involved and Gio Bernard, but. Oh my God, Gio was pretty. But Gio was more valuable than Ronald Jones last year. Yeah, for like a game or two. <laughs> a mustache. Yeah. But Gio can never stay healthy. Um, Rashad White, what do you guys think? No, I'm not. I'm not worried about him. If Ronald Jones wasn't a factor last year, I don't see how a rookie can come in and really compete with Fournette for that much of a snap share. Yeah, I think he's just gonna like Fournette's age might get to him a little bit this year as he continues to get older. I think Rashad White will carve out a role, but I don't think it's gonna hurt Fournette's value. I think they're just gonna live side by side. White might just get some of those like late carries in the game and whatnot, garbage time. Might find the end zone and piss off some Fournette owners here or there, but I don't think he's going to do anything crazy. I'll get into more of that in a minute. Uh, but let's do some cap or no cap. First one here, time catches up with Tom Brady a bit this season, and he finishes outside the top 10 quarterbacks. Cap or no cap? No cap. Finished quarterback three last year, and he has the same exact team minus, like, Gronk, I guess, and, like, an offensive lineman moving, but I don't see him finishing outside the top ten. There's okay. no shot. Yeah, so it's so it's cap then, yeah. Yeah. Well, I was a little confused, Q. I thought you were about to oh, no. <laughs> talk some crap on Brady there. Never. Yeah, I would agree. I would say absolute cap. Tom, Tom Brady's fine. He's probably going to be a top ten quarterback. Yeah. Even at this age, it's insane. But whatever, age isn't age is just a number. Tom Brady's different. And if like Watson, if Deshaun Watson doesn't play, it just makes it easier for him to get inside ten. Yeah, which it's looking like that's not going to happen. <laughs> um, with Chris Godwin possibly missing a couple weeks early in the season, Mike Evans needs to be drafted as a top twelve wide receiver. His current ADP is wide receiver 11, 30th overall. Is this cap or no cap? No cap. No cap. Easiest no cap. Easy, like top like eight receiver. Yeah. Yeah. I have him at eleven right now. Being drafted probably within like top fifteen. I got him at ten. I think ten is a good spot for him. Um, I think he could easily be top five. He's up we've obviously seen it in the past. We've seen him show it every single year. Um, he's already has a good connection with Brady. You just need him to fully stay healthy. Uh, throughout the whole season and he'll be perfectly fine i feel like it now like this week it's just uh, specifically on their social media i've seen people show love for mike evans just now like they just realize how consistent he's been even though like there's those games where it's like the two catches two yards two touchdowns like he ends up somehow with over a thousand yards every year yeah yeah he's he's been probably the most consistent wide receiver over the last decade like non-stop thousand yard seasons Extremely no matter who the quarterback key. is with Jameis Winston, Jeez. Ryan Fitzpatrick, whoever's throwing the ball to him, he's catching it. So Mike Evans, definitely a lock. Uh, last one here for cap or no cap. If Rob Gronkowski does not return to the Bucks, Cameron Brake becomes an instant top 10 tight end. Cap, cap or no cap? Cap, 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 yeah, cap, 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 cap. But if Gronk does return, Gronk's the top 10 tight end. No cap. No cap, yeah. I want to say cap, but I can't anymore. You Gronk literally just continues can. to. And OJ Howard's gone. So yeah. it's just him and Cameron Bray. 
Yeah. There's no work t- being taken away. AB has <laughs> gone. He would easily be the third option when Godwin comes back, probably the second option with Godwin out. So yeah, Gronk would be top 10 camera break, not top 10, but I do think he would be a sneaky, like bench tight end or like bi-week fill-in if Gronk is not out. Cause I'm going to keep an eye on. You could easily have a couple good games. Yeah. All right. Let's do some bold takes, favorite targets, interesting stats, whatever you got for the bucks. You start us off. Not a fantasy bold take, but Brady breaks his single season record, which he broke last year for uh, completions in a season, which was 472. So like I said, he has the same team and I don't really see much uh, for him to take a big leap down. So I think he'll break that record. Yeah. Two in two games last year, like the first two weeks of the season, he had 89 fantasy points. I didn't even, that just sounds like a lot. Yeah. That was nuts. I think your take last year was that uh, he was going to have like the best game ever, like week one. Yeah. And then T God said he would have the most touchdowns, which was, I feel like it wasn't far off. Yeah. Brady has been nuts and he still continues to break records. So I would not be shocked at all. All right. T God's, what do you got for us? Um, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Russell Gage all finish inside the top 25. It's really, it's really not that crazy. Like, you got, like, if AB played all year last year, he, you couldn't see him finishing inside the top 25 easily. And Russell Gage just signed a three year, 30 mil contract. Like, he's, (laughs) he's going to be doing stuff. And like, Tom Brady still isn't taking a step back. Like, it's really Gage that needs to hit that. 25 threshold and yeah, you're not worried about Godwin. Well, I guess you would be just because of injury concerns, especially if Gronk doesn't play. If Gronk yeah. doesn't play, this should be like automatic. Yeah. That'd be a lock pretty much. I would agree with that. They just spread the love in that offense. Like Evans and Godwin are going to be the major concerns for defenses. It's going to leave gauge more open anyways. So makes sense. I like it. Matt, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to stick with my RBs, and I'm going to say Leonard Fournette finishes top 10 once again this year. Uh, Like I said earlier, he finished number six last year, and he didn't even play the last three games of the season. And I'm not really worried about whatever weight he put on. He's easily going to lose that by the start of the season. Um, And like Sean mentioned earlier, Tom Brady is getting up there in age. Maybe they try and take his workload a little bit back. And I'm not really worried about a rookie coming in and taking too many touches away from Fournette. So I think that backfield is his. He's going to be fed like a workhorse, and he could easily finish top 10 again this year. I think yeah. Saquon Barkley finishes above him. Oh, my God. Please, I'll put wow. 50 right now. <laughs> I'm not going to put 50. I don't, I'm not too in, invested into that, but I think he finishes above him. Dape in the, in the uh, chat here just said Lenny's easy top six. Yeah, of so. course. He's backing you up, Matt. Uh, right. I don't know about top six. He's pushing it a little bit, but I do think he could easily be top 10. Uh, I'll finish this off here. Mine's not really bold, but I do think Rashad White is a very talented running back, and I think he carves out a role in this backfield. I don't think he's going to be, like I said earlier, taking like points away from Fournette where it's going to be a problem, but I do think he finishes as a top 40 running back this season. Fournette always gets banged up, misses a couple games. White's going to be a very valuable handcuff, and one that I'm going to be targeting if I'm drafting Fournette in any league, and even if not, he's probably one of the top five or six handcuffs in the league. Um, so he's going to be somebody I'm looking at. Obviously, want to see how he plays throughout the preseason and progresses, but in college, he was super talented. I think he could easily carve out a decent role in this offense, especially when Fournette gets to 20 carries or whatever, and like he's pushing his limit. 
He's a good receiving back too. Yeah. Is he your new uh, Javante Williams? No, 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 no. Not even close. We'll we'll talk about some rookie running backs later that I like a lot, but Rashad White, I do like, but I don't think he's going to be like someone that you really need to draft, like focus, like, yo, he's going to be an RB two, but very solid handcuff that is going to make a name for himself. Top 40 running back this season. Market in stone. Jesus. Maybe like a pebble. <laughs> All right, Q. Let's do some trivia. Trivia. Got More structured us? trivia now because we have a timer, so we're not going to go over 20 minutes for one question. So uh, as long as you guys all have your stuff ready, chat, feel more than welcome to, to join in. There's a two-minute timer for each question. Well, unless I need I, – I think that there's reason for more than two minutes, maybe like 2.30. But – all right, first question here. I tried to make them related to this division, but I didn't really do that. Yeah, uh, it doesn't matter. First question. Who are the only three quarterbacks who have started all of their team's games the last three years? So these quarterbacks have started every game for their team the last three years. Not missing one single game. Not one game. And the timer starts now. And that's the same team, or could they start for different teams? One one started for two teams, but still started every game. Okay. That was a good clarifying point. Will the chat edit? Hmm. Oh, shit. Damn, this fucking... This is hard. I have two. But I'm not fully confident in either of them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sam, the question was, uh, what, who are the only three quarterbacks who have started all of their team's games the last three years? And one of the quarterbacks played for two teams, but still played every game in that three-year span. Why can't I think of any quarterbacks? Like, everyone is escaping my brain right now. All right. I have my three, but I feel like I fucked up on the one. There's one minute remaining. Okay, one minute, one minute, one minute. I got my three. Hold on, I still need one more. I'm blanking so hard. Now Sean's the one that folds when there's actually some time. <laughs> I'm folding under the pressure. Which doesn't mean me and Matt's are right. Yeah. yeah, right. I'm honestly thinking about changing one of my answers to like some any bowl. Yeah, well, you got uh, 36 seconds. You know, I'm just rocking with what I got. <laughs> what are you going to do, kill me if I'm wrong? Yes. Dude, I'm struggling so hard to get this last <laughs> bull. I, I'm just thinking of uh, putting a hole in everybody I'm thinking of. Schultz and Brady Baker, Tanny. I was going to say. Brady Jones, Tanny. That's a trap. All right. Ten seconds. That's just wrong, but I'm writing it anyways. <laughs> Three, right. two, one. I'm ready. Who are they? Who are? Oh, wake up. PTSD. They are Tom Brady. Got that one. Josh Allen. Nope. Did not get that one. And Derek Carr. Nope. Oh. (laughs) I had Tom Brady and Josh Allen, and then I put Matt Ryan. I put Matt Ryan too. I had Matt Ryan. Wow. We thought Sean. How many did you get? I got one. Uh, I put Baker also. Oh yeah, I should have specified for that. But um, all right. This next question, I'll give you two thirty-four. 
what are the this one's the the question I waited for Matt to be on the pod for because I know it's going to screw him over. <laughs> what are the who are the only two divisions? So it's one in the NFC, one of the AFC. Who are the only two divisions that did not get a new head coach in their division? I have two. Uh, There's so only two divisions that did not get a new head coach this year. This year, okay. All the coaches are the same from last year. Okay, I'm one, fucking guessing. One division's in the AFC and one is in the NFC. I forgot okay. to set the timer, so you got an extra ten seconds. Um, I have my answers because I'm guessing. It's got to be this one. Literally guessing. It's not that hard, I promise. It is, though. If you think about it. I got one. I'm, I'm like, 95% short for one. Um. Either the chat's interacting. All right. I got my two. Hurry up, make your pick. You all have two? Quick, make your pick. (laughs) Yeah, we both we all have two, so you can stop. All right, all right, all right. So in the AFC, it is the AFC North. So that's that's the uh, Bengals that division. And then in the NFC, it's the NFC West. Let's go! God damn it! Come on, you got both, Sean. Yeah, I got both. You guys didn't get either. I got one. Oh, there you go. Which one? The AFC? Yeah. Which one you get, Matt? None. None. What'd you write? What'd you, yeah, what did you write? Brian Dable, Dable. I said AFC South and NFC East. The South? <laughs> That's a Jaguars. I almost I thought it was the NFC East, but I did forget the Giants. I think I'm supposed to know that. All right, all right, all right. This one I'll give another 234. Don't think too hard. Um, all right. What do these players – have in common what did they have in common last year so the players are jerry judy kenny galladay cole Komet, miles sanders and Kadarius tomey what did they all have in common last season what you're you're thinking uh, too hard i think i got it say this say them again jerry judy yep kenny galladay yep. cole Komet, miles sanders and Kadarius tony i got it I think I got it. Domestic I, violence charges. Stop. <laughs> What'd you say, Matt? If this is wrong, I'm going to be pissed. I'm taking a... No. You don't, don't need know. to guess. I, I do feel need... like I'm like sort of right, but I feel like I'm wrong. Yeah, I could be wrong too. It could be like... I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I it could like... be slightly different than what I wrote. I feel like we're on the same page, man. Do you all have an answer? I don't know. T God's just thanking. He's got the timer. There you no go. rush. Like I have something written down, but I feel like it's so stupid. Like it, it. I don't think. I really don't think it's right. There's no stupid answers. Oh my god! If it, yo. What? No, it can't be. Never mind. All right, whatever. Lock it in. All right, lock it in. None of them had a touchdown last season. Got that. Right, Let's right, go. Because right, right, right. I was like, there's no way that this is right. Kissy. The chat, 100%. This is fucking gay. What hey, you like, can't say that now. Well, that's, just, that's canceled. It's Pride Month. Oh, and you can't Literally. What's he saying? 
Where are we at with time? I can give one more quick one. Matt, what did you say? All right, Matt's going. He doesn't deserve to be heard. They all had a catch. I mean, I guess that could have been right. (laughs) That's not right, though. Matt's doing symbolism for people listening to the audio. They're so confused. That was way too. No. All right, go ahead. You want to do one more? Let's do one more. Quick quick one. Quick quick hitter. Uh, I can hear you. All right, we can hear Matt. So this this quarterback had 14 fumbles last year. Who was it? 14 fumbles? 14 fumbles. That's got to be Mr. Butterfingers himself. (laughs) Carson Wentz. Why did you say that? That's what I wrote in my room. I'm I'm just reading the chat. Uh Carson Wentz, (laughs) Heineke, hashtag cancel Matt. (laughs) (laughs) Matt's getting dragged this podcast in the chat. They do it every time. It doesn't surprise me. They all just hate me because they ain't me. Well, they were mad because you because of your your microphone. Baker, do you all have an answer? No, I okay. do. Yeah. I, thought, I thought he was just like <laughs> like oh, saying no, like a dumb answer. Oh, I got one. And I was like, I got oh, one. I wrote that. Better be right. All Man, right, you got one or no? Yeah, I have one. All right, bet we're good. Sorry to you guys. It was. Dak Prescott. Oh, wow. I would have never said that. I said Carson Wentz. He's got baby hands. That's fine. I still won the chip with him. <laughs> In two leagues. True. That's true. That's true. I respect it. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I got four points total, I think. I got Brady, two. both divisions, zero touchdowns. Thursday, all division questions. Please don't. Matt's the Matt special. The Matt special for the next two days. (laughs) I'm gonna have index cards. All right. Well, that's a wrap for the first half of the NFC South podcast. We will be back on Thursday, six o'clock, same time. Be here. If you're here with us now on Twitch, make sure you're following us. Thursday, we'll be doing the Panthers and the Saints. <laughs> that was anything cute. All right. Um, also, if you are here, throw us a sub on YouTube. And we're also on all social medias Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Just look up Super Fantasy Bros. You'll find us somewhere on there. We will see you guys Thursday. Peace.